Every epic adventure needs a treasure map, and every career journey needs a purpose and strategy. Let's take this trek together. I'm Megan Valley. And I'm Brad Minton. This is your career GPS. Welcome back to Your Career GPS, the podcast designed to help teens, young adults, college students, and new grads navigate their personal career journey. I'm Brad Minton, back here again, and it's so exciting that you guys are back with us once again. We have built up some incredible momentum over the last couple of weeks, and we are now keeping that ball rolling. The last couple of weeks have been just amazing to have such a wealth of knowledge and our expert guest talk about areas like beating the traffic, moving to the fast lane, and now activating our cruise control. Yes, I'm also excited, as usual, joining Brad today. I'm Megan Valley, and here today with us is Ariella Coombs. Ariella is the Director of Career Support at Work It Daily, which is a virtual career coaching service. She helps people with their career planning and job search strategies so they can achieve success and satisfaction in their careers. Ariella graduated from the University of New Hampshire in 2012 with an English and journalism degree and started her career in marketing. Today, she leverages her skills in these areas to help professionals market themselves to employers. Her advice has been featured in 12-plus online publications, including Teen Vogue, Business Insider, Forbes, H&R Block, Elite Daily, and more. Thank you so much for joining us, Ariella. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. So what I want to learn first is a little bit more about you. So can you tell us about your path to work at Daily? Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, I was a journalism major. So I always knew that I wanted to work in media, but I didn't know what that meant. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do exactly. Um, But I always wanted to be in that field. I always wanted to communicate with people um, and kind of work in some kind of marketing aspects and concepts. And journalism isn't necessarily marketing. Well, it wasn't until a few years ago with content marketing being such a huge thing. And that's kind of what I fell into when I was in school. I kind of realized that was the path that I was supposed to take in terms of my first step, at least. Um, So I knew I had to pursue some opportunities in that area. So I started getting some internships when I was in school. I was um, obsessed with development and I had like five or six internships while in school because I knew I had had to develop those skill sets. Yeah. And um, I was just uh, really obsessed with development and, you know, hint, hint, that's probably why I'm in this field now, right? (laughs) um, But yeah, that's kind of what I started kind of gaining an interest in this. And I got these writing internships, these social media management internships, marketing internships. And my senior year, I wanted to get a more serious internship. I did a lot of virtual ones. Um, And so this one I wanted to find locally. I wanted to make sure that I actually was working closely with someone, potentially set myself up for an opportunity after school. So I posted, um, you know, a kind of a um, ad, let's say, in our uh, local um, alumni LinkedIn group for a writing internship my senior year. And I was freaking out because all of my friends were landing jobs before the first semester was over. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I've got to do whatever I can to land something. And 
within a few hours, my current boss, JT O'Donnell, actually messaged mm-hmm. me on LinkedIn and she said, wow. I'm looking for interns. I need somebody to help me with my blog. And mm-hmm. at that point, Work a Daily was just a blog. It was just career advice blog. Mm-hmm. And she needed writers. She needed people to, you know, essentially take down what she's telling people um, Mm -hmm. about career advice and career planning. So I went into that interview, somehow managed to get it despite being (laughs) terrible at interviewing at that point. Oh, it was, it was, well, that's a story for another time, but (laughs) (laughs) we've all Um, been there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I, yeah, gotta love it. Um, you know, first interviews. Um, but yeah, so I, I started there writing, uh, doing their social media, um, actually coordinating things like this, interviews with experts, resume writers, um, people who are experienced in interview prep, and mm. writing about it. So I just kind of started taking all of that in and becoming obsessed with it. I kind of started geeking out on career mm-hmm. advice and job search <laughs> yes. strategy because it was so new to me. You know, this is something we say all the time at Work Dailies. We were never taught how to do this in school. So right. it's so foreign. So true. And, you know, so that was fascinating to me. And so I approached JT after a few years of doing this and said, hey, this is really interesting to me. This is kind of a niche that I want to develop. Can I start learning from you and start becoming a career coach? And she said, absolutely. I need some help. We're kind of gaining <laughs> some popularity and I need somebody oh who knows, gosh. you know, the how we do things. And so um, we went through a very long um, training to kind of help me with that and get up to speed. And, you know, at that point, I had already known most of those principles that she had been teaching, but it was, you know, just a good thing to do. And I had a lot of hours on video and working with clients (laughs) before I actually was working with clients kind of thing. Um, So I started kind of, you know, carving this path out for myself, even with this different background. But I've learned over the last few years, how much that initial path of writing and um, marketing and media has really helped me actually um, help our members and our, our you know candidates and job seekers and professionals because it's allowed me to help them see job search and career planning from a different point of view, which is that you are a product and you need to yes. market yourself. And we were never taught how to do that. So mm-hmm. um, yes. taking those strategies and kind of blend, blending them in with this career planning, this job search strategy has been really um, fun uh, for me personally. And um, it's been great to just kind of see the you know light bulbs happen when I'm working with people and they're like, <laughs> oh, that makes total sense. I am marketing myself. Why didn't I use these like, <laughs> yes. basic marketing concepts? Um, so that's why branding um, particularly is very fascinating to me. So long story short, that's how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I love the the um, overall theme of initiation that we heard in your story. You're starting off with all of these multiple internships, just going after it, posting your own you know, ad saying, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Notice me, come get me. <laughs> and then after starting with JT, you know, you're, you know, after being there a little while, going to her, going to that source and saying, hey, I want to learn more. I want this next step. So that's just beautiful. It's inspiring. I love that our students and our young professionals out there get to hear that from you because it works. It gets you ahead. And so I just wanted to acknowledge that. I think you're the perfect person to have here to talk to us about personal branding. This is something that Brad and I were were talking about yesterday. It feels like it's pretty new in the last few years. It's become this really important piece that we just hadn't thought about before, just like you're saying. So getting that insight from someone who is a marketer (laughs) and started out in marketing. Oh, perfect match. 
Yeah, and I'll just piggyback off that point too. I mean, I think it's just um, your path is uh, such an important example of how you can take, you know, these natural talents, these abilities, things, elements that are already ingrained in you and just find the appropriate vehicle to really excel. And and you've done that with Workadaily. Over the last couple of years, you are now really one of the go-to experts uh, in this area of, of uh, personal branding and job search strategy and just a major kudos to you. So in in staying with the topic here of, of talking about personal branding, you know, it's a concept that, you know, we talk about all the time in our work and we obviously promote heavily. But for our listeners, you know, particularly, you know, young people, students that are just starting out that aren't so familiar with the term, can you tell us a little bit about what this concept really means to them as they're kind of starting out their their career journey? Absolutely. Um, So again, this is something that I am really passionate about explaining because it is so important. It blends with everything in your life and career. And you're right. Personal branding was kind of this, again, foreign thing that, you know, people were like afraid to touch. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to have a personal brand. Like, (laughs) it seems so much like so much work. But here's the thing. Everybody has a personal brand, whether they like it or not. It's what people associate with you. It's how people perceive you. Uh, It's how people talk about you. You know, one of my favorite, favorite quotes, and I bring this up all the time, is from Jeff Bezos. Your personal brand is what others say about you when you leave the room. Right. And it's yes, so deep. true. Right. And so yeah. what we say at work daily to kind of help people wrap their brains around this weird term personal branding is that it's kind of like reputation management. Right. Mm-hmm. How are you controlling the message that other people are conveying about you when you're not in the room? So if you don't take any actions, then you're letting that brand kind of take control of itself. People will assume things about you. Based on, you know, a lot of different things, age, um, you know, where you came from, you know, what school you went to, all of these things. So you're letting people assume your personal brand if you don't take any action. So, again, another thing that we say at Work Daily is brand or be branded. So if you are not taking control of this reputation that you don't even realize that you have, this, um, you know, again, what people associate with you, how people talk about you, then you're not doing yourself a service because no one's going to understand who you really are, what kinds of value you, you truly add, and so on. So it's critical that you map out some kind of strategy and build out some very important and intentional habits that can help you get to where you're going or what's that target job or uh, you know target goal that you have in life. You have to be able to start building those intentional habits and creating this brand about yourself um, or for yourself, I should say, um, if you want to get there, especially if you're looking for a job, if you're trying to get a promotion, it's critical to kind of figure this out because you know if, for example, you really want to get this promotion at work, And, you know, you work really hard, you know, you do, but you work in this little room and no one sees you maybe even work from home right now. No one's going to see all that work that you put in, that that dedication that you have. So you have to start kind of building little habits to help you brand yourself. For example, um, you know, you could start checking in with people every single day and say, hey, how's it going? You know, letting them know that you're on an hour early 
that's a simple habit that can help right. you start, main, you know, maintaining and building this brand of someone who's putting in that extra work, going the extra mile. Very simple. But there are so many other things that you can be doing to kind of convey this brand. But um, I just wanted to bring up a couple of, of examples to kind of help with this whole brand or be branded concept. So mm-hmm. let's say that you're an older person. Okay. So, you know, if you're younger, this is a, a stereotype, but, you know, this is something that people might assume that you're not necessarily tech savvy, right? Uh-huh. Based on your age. And it's an assumption. It might be completely like untrue, but it's something that people assume if you don't take steps and build habits to help people understand maybe you are incredibly tech savvy, right? You don't need help mm-hmm. with a printer. You can build a computer <laughs> in a day, right? So, <laughs> right. but if you don't convey that, if you don't ask the right questions, if you don't convey the right information, have the right habits, people aren't going to see that. And now if you're a younger person from an older po- person's point of view, people might assume that you're entitled or lazy based on your generation in their mind, right? It's an assumption might have nothing to do with you. Um, But if you work on habits that counter these stereotypes and they're intentional habits that help you build a brand that you want to build, then people might start thinking about how you're a hard worker, you're dedicated, you're trustworthy, and people can rely on you, right? Based on little habits that you incorporate into your life. For example, getting on an hour earlier if you wanted to, just to be available, you know, just being able to take on projects when you're not asked. Things like that can help you craft this brand and develop it in a way that allows you to take steps in the direction that you want to. So I, I hope that helps kind of uh, kind of map out what personal branding is and why it's so important to your life and career. It absolutely does. And I've not heard such a concise and impactful explanation of this before putting that importance on this, showing what are people saying about you when you leave the room? That just hit me, you know? That's exactly what our brand is because that's when people say, oh, Megan is a career coach. Megan's in career development. Megan does a podcast or she, you know, has a couple of jobs, whatever it is. Or, oh, Megan just likes to have a good time all the time and I don't know much else about it, right? She talks a little bit. But, you know, that just rings so true. And it shows the magnitude of this brand, of this personal marketing, and why it's so important. I love the way you explain that. And then, of course, showing these examples of how we can combat those stereotypes, those assumptions, is just vital to that success. And just to add on to that really quickly, if you've ever said, oh, that's so Megan, or that's so like Brad, you are (laughs) branding that person, or that person has created a brand for themselves, whether they realize it or not. So you see how this seeps into everything. You know, um, for example, if you have a friend who's always early or always late, you can count on them to do that because that's a habit they've incorporated that's kind of been built into their brand as a whole. Right. So true. Yes. And I love the the part that you make about, you know, the intentionality and, you know, being very purposeful and and recognizing that this is this is a power that you hold really for the the next couple of years and beyond. And, you know, you can really start this process now in, you know, in your, you know, teenage years, in early adulthood. And again, the first step is obviously recognizing that you do have this brand and you do have to take control of it. Or as you pointed out, it will take control over you. (laughs) So I wanted to ask you about, you know, what, you know, again, our younger listeners, 
What are maybe some some components? What are the ingredients that you think really make up a, a really great brand? Absolutely. Yeah. So there are four key components that I feel are very important for a to develop a strong brand. So the first is image. How do you want to be perceived? How do you want people to see you? So this could this is your visual brand, you know, the look, the aesthetic, the vibe. You know, are you professional? Are you casual? Are you trendy? What is that image that you want people to see? And why do you want people to see that? So that's something to take into account. The second is message. What do you want to say to other people? And what do you want them to say about you? So, you know, if you don't have a concise message, if you don't have a clear way of articulating what you do, for example, like what do you do for work? What kinds of, um, you know, projects do you work on? That kind of thing. Um, if you don't have a clear way to, to describe that to other people, they're not going to know how to describe that to people in their network. So if there are opportunities that are a great fit for you, you're not going to be able to get that message out. And I have to bring up this example because it's my favorite example uh, when <laughs> yes. it comes yes, to this. Sure. <laughs> um, so you guys know the this show Friends from the 90s. Yes. Everybody loves mm-hmm. Friends, right? So that episode when they're doing that trivia game to fight over the apartments – and yes. Monica and Rachel get asked, what does Chandler Bing do? <laughs> and they drew a total blank. Nobody knew what Chandler Bing did. Even their closest, even his closest friends in the entire world had no idea what Chandler Bing did. And if that's something that you are constantly finding yourself saying, I don't know what my best friend does for work, you're not going to be able to help your best friend. You're not going to be able to articulate what your friend does to other people in your network in the event that there's an opportunity for your friend. So I think this is such a great example and a fun example um, (laughs) from one of my favorite shows, (laughs) which always helps. But just to kind of show that your messaging has to be on point. It has to be intentional. And it has to be, you know, articulated to the right people. Um, So that's, that's the second one. And then the third is actions or habits. How can you back it up? You need to be able to walk the walk in order to prove that you're capable of doing whatever it is that you want people to associate with you or know you for. Um, So choosing projects, uh, delivering on projects that align with your brand, um, you know, again, those little habits that kind of help reinforce what you want to be seen as or what you want people to think about you as. Um, That's really important. Good habits allow you to start backing up your brand and choosing habits that support and align with their target brand is so, so important. So that's the uh, third. The fourth and last thing that I think is so important is consistency. So you can have some good habits that reinforce your brand. You can have great image, an on-point message. But if you're not Mm -hmm. consistent with any of that, people aren't going to remember it, right? So if you do it once or twice, that's great. But people Mm -hmm. aren't going to remember that after a while. So you need to reinforce this behavior regularly so it resonates. For example, you know, posting something on LinkedIn once a week or a couple times a week. So people in your network, you know, associate you with a certain type of field or interest or niche, whatever it is. Uh, It's really important to be consistent. Otherwise, people won't remember. So those are my four things, image, message, actions, and consistency. Love it. Absolutely love it. And so I think all of those, you know, really, again, they all tie in together. And, and this this um, this beautiful image about these steps that people can make and all these different considerations. And 
Um, I really love that that point about about the consistency part, and and that is true because you know particularly when we are young, it's kind of like the world is our oyster, and we want to go in a thousand mm-hmm. different directions at a thousand miles per hour, <laughs> and sometimes we need to rein that back in and and just kind of say, well, you know, if we are you know, dividing ourselves into all these different pieces, you know, how is that, how is that representing for us? And are people going to know us for the things that we really need them to know us for? So I love that point. So one of the other things that I think was important to address here is that um, there can be an unfortunate downside. And you've already touched on this a little bit, but there can be some special considerations about, you know, the ways that a personal brand can maybe impact young people negatively. And so I was hoping you could maybe expand on that a little bit more of of why they need to be considerate of of, uh, certain elements. Absolutely. So yeah, so we talked about brand or be branded. Don't leave Mm -hmm. your brand up for people to assume because this is your identity. So why would you let anybody assume those things about you when you can control it? So something that I I love, JT says this all the time, people hear what they see. So (laughs) your actions and images speak louder than words. If you are not reinforcing that brand that you want to be perceived as or that that brand you want people to associate you with, then you're not going to um, really create this intentional powerful brand for yourself. You're letting it up for people to assume who you are and what your identity is. So things like social media posting, this is a big one. Be intentional with that. Don't just post anything up there. Think about how it's going to impact how people are going to see you and what they're going to associate with you. So being intentional with, it doesn't always have to be, you know, content related to your career path. Absolutely not. You should absolutely have your personality in there, but do take that into consideration because you know, you could post something that is emotional in the moment or, you know, something that you will regret later. Um, and it's going to impact that identity that you're presenting to the world. So be careful with social media posting. And again, people hear what they see. If they're seeing that online, they're tying it to your name. They're tying it to your identity. Um, you know, so making sure that you're very, again, intentional. I know I keep using this word, but With what you are sharing with the world, what kinds of habits, content, uh, messages, whatever it is, making sure that you're intentional so you can control that identity, that reputation, that brand that you have for yourself. So that way it's, it's, um, you know, it's again, not leaving it up to, for people to assume things about you, not leaving it up for people to create these stereotypes around you as a person or, um, you know, these not true things about you. So again, even just one little post can sway how people perceive you. So it's really important that you take that into consideration when you are, especially online, you know, as we all are, I know we are all on TikTok, right? TikTok's the new (laughs) thing. And that's great. We love it. Honestly, I follow us on TikTok, work it daily, but you know, that's one of those things where it's new, it's flashy, it's fun. And sometimes you lose sight of what you're posting or sharing or, you know, what people can see that you're liking or commenting on or what you're commenting. So those are things to, you know, consider when you're trying to be more intentional with your branding and when you're trying to uh, counter any assumptions or even just, you know, it, it just trying to build a an identity for yourself um, outside of, of being a student 
right? <laughs> right. So mm. we all like, you know, being a student, you have a little bit of leeway, but it's still, it still can haunt you some of those things that you post or share or say. And so, you know, just making sure that you understand that, you know, anything that you post, I, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record because we're all saying this, we've been saying it for years, but anything you post now, it can come back to you. And, you know, especially where recruiters are, you know, searching, you know, social media, they're searching, you know, they're just Googling your name. You don't know what's going to come up. A lot of people don't realize that comments can show up in Google results. And mm-hmm. that's terrifying, right? Because who knows what you said or what other people said. So just making sure that you understand little things, little actions, little behaviors and messages that you're sending out can truly impact in, you know, good and bad ways. Um, so just make sure that you understand what you want to be perceived as and figure out how you can, um, you know, back that up on social media with your message, with your actions, with your image. You know, while we were talking about this, I started thinking too, of course, we we hear what we see, like you were saying. And part of that is also association too. I always talk about that targeted network. You know, you want to start connecting yourself with people who are in the industry or in that role that you're excited about. We all talk about that. But that speaks volumes also. You start to see who's commenting on all of this, all of your posts, who's interacting with you constantly. And that has a really big part of that brand. I know in career development, we are very tight, our, our mm-hmm. industry and, and professionals. And so we're always sharing ideas and we're always connecting. And that only reinforces that brand. But we can have the positive again with that negative too. So I think being aware of those actions, who am I associated with and projecting that association to the world with, and how is that going to impact that brand too? Absolutely. So your network is your net worth and the people who are in it can work for you, work against you, work with you. And so making sure that you will, you start associating yourself with the people that you want to be um, kind of class branded as, right? You know, class action branded. (laughs) (laughs) So like, who's that group that you want to start associating yourself with and to kind of start taking on that brand because that does really help. So I totally agree with that. And the one thing I also want to mention before we move on was, yes, you want to be careful with what you're saying, what you're posting, whatever it is. That doesn't mean that you should distill down your brand and your personality to something that is, you know, plain and boring and, you know, not unique. So you need to uh, be aware of this, but don't be afraid to incorporate your personality into your brand because it is what makes you unique. It is what makes you stand out. So you need to embrace what makes you unique. Just be careful about it. You know, one thing that I love, um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Sally Hogshead. She's um, a marketer. She's um, She was on this interview with uh, Marie Forleo um, a few years back, one of my favorite interviews ever. And she started talking about how we talk about ourselves and marketing and branding in general. And she said, in so many words, you know, we don't want to distill down our brand or our personalities into this gray, watery mush, because that's not going to resonate with anybody. That's not going to, you know, no one's going to remember that. And you're not going to truly be who you are. And so it's going to be hard to present this brand if it's not really, truly you. So don't be afraid to incorporate aspects of your personality, because that is going to help you stand out. It is going to set you apart. And it's going to be more genuine and authentic. And that is something that's so important these days. So be careful, but also don't be afraid to actually be yourself and be authentic. Oh, I love it. I love it. 
there <laughs> is uh, there's so many points in there that uh, that were absolutely fantastic. And, and I'm going to steal something from Work It Daily. I hope you don't mind. But <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> but I I know uh, one of JT's uh, go to phrases is that employers hire on aptitude, experience, but they also hire on personality. And and that's one of the things that I love to impart to the students that I work with and, and my own clients, you know, that it, it is OK to be human. And a lot of times we, we just, you know, when we're kind of packaging up our personal brand, we, we love to think of it as this just big bag of skills. And, you know, there has to be a person behind it, you know, and I think it's important that we convey what makes us human at the same time and things like passion and energy and enthusiasm and love and commitment and all those different things, you know, they, they will resonate, um, you know, a, a lot more than, you know, just, just some, um, you know, generic skills. And um, so I love that point. You're so right. And actually speaking about that, so personality, aptitude and experience is what interviewers judge candidates on in that order. So personality comes first. If you can't make a connection with the person sitting across the table from you, if you don't think you could work with them, if you don't think that they would be a fit on the team, there's a small chance that they're going to move forward. So if you don't have that personality, if you don't have that way to relate and connect in a, you know, authentic way, then you're not going to make those connections. You're not going to move forward in the process. And, you know, it's going to be harder for you to connect with others. So I'm so glad you brought up that point. And I'm really happy, too, that we're sharing this with our listeners, because I wish I had heard this at that stage, at the very beginning with my first job. And this might be surprising for you, Brad, but I was very muted in at the beginning of my professional life because I mm -hmm. felt like I'm too much, you know, <laughs> I get so excited and I get over the top and that's going to be unprofessional. People aren't going to want to see that. That's a negative thing. And it took me a few of my, my positions to realize that this is a strength that I have. And once I show some of this, people immediately start that connection and it creates that, that bond. And that's what helps me to grow. But it took me a few steps to get there and to see that, the importance of that and the impact of that. So I'm happy. I'm so excited we're sharing that with our, our listeners. It's true. <laughs> take it, it take it. <laughs> yes. And I yeah. love that you said that it's a strength because some people see that as a weakness of theirs. They're not mm -hmm. strength. You know, that isn't something that they can say about their themselves or their brand. And they want to. So, you know, take what's uniquely yours and what your unique strengths are and you know, embrace them, incorporate them because that is a strength, right? So I love that you, I love that you shared that. Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to try to tie in today with the overarching message of, you know, your personal brand almost being like cruise control is just piggybacking off what Megan just said, which is that so often, you know, these these elements of her personality, maybe she felt were a little bit a little bit too much or, or maybe we're working against her. And, and in actuality, these are the these are the the elements of her personal brand that attract opportunities to her. And um, and this podcast is a really great example of it when I was, um, you know, conceptualizing you know, how I wanted it to go and, and the type of personality I really needed to make this podcast, you know, really what I wanted. You know, Megan was one of the first people that popped into my mind and it was because of those things. So sometimes we can see 
that things that maybe we we feel are weaknesses are actually our strengths, and they actually play into what separates us and what's uh, what differentiates us. And that's kind of the the con- cruise control element here is that once you really are intentional about building up your personal brand, you've developed it into to something that that separates yourself. You take into account all these things that uh, Ariella talked about, uh, you know, your image, your message, your action, you can relax a little bit because you can see that opportunities will maybe present themselves to you now because people know what you represent. Thank you, Brad. That's so validating. <laughs> and you know how validating it is now after that share. So it means so much to me. <laughs> Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more. I totally agree. So, Ariella, it, it has been absolutely phenomenal having you on the podcast today. I wish we could talk to you for for six hours <laughs> because <laughs> yes. oh, yes. there is so much to learn about this particular subject. But I think uh, the contributions that you you know have made today have just been absolutely invaluable. And I am sure that uh, once people listen to the message here and and hear what you have to say, they'd love to be able to connect back with you. So, how can Uh, our listeners uh, find you and how can they uh, get connected to you? Absolutely. So first off, thank you so much for having me. I could also talk about this for hours. It's one of those things that I geek out on and I tend to go over the top. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're amazing. You're amazing. (laughs) Um, But yes, if you want to connect with me, feel free to uh, actually connect on LinkedIn, um, just Ariella Coombs. And you can also find me on workadaily.com. We're on Instagram. And like I said, we're on TikTok, which is so Mm -hmm. fun. Um, So yes, you can find me in all those places. (laughs) And those TikToks are, are pretty incredible. I have to mention that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, they're fun. You, you, guys, you, you guys seem to have so much fun with those. It's it's absolutely amazing. So again, thank you, Ariella, for everything that you've contributed today. It's been absolutely amazing. And uh, we're going to keep pounding the pavement uh, the next couple of weeks. We're going to you know, still move forward in our career journey. And uh, now we, we're armed with some really, really amazing things that are going to help us keep moving forward along in a way that's that's time efficient in a way that that really uh, maximizes our speed and efficiency and uh, and we can't thank her enough for those contributions so until next time this is your career gps and your journey awaits (laughs) 